Good afternoon, it's Thursday the 26th of January. My name is Cleo Flynn and you're welcome to English Time. We're on air here on Radio Suradeje in English every Thursday from 1 to 1.30, except for next Thursday, which is Fiesta actually. And you can listen back to the programme on your online platforms or through the links I post on the Adeje Town Hall Facebook page. We mix Shakespeare and Sherlock Holmes and we'll have our monthly news review with Janet Hanscombe. But first, let's have a quick look at the stories making the local headlines. In Madrid, Costa Deje, in conjunction with Acre Canarias, has been put forward as a potential location for the ninth national gastronomy competition. The other candidate to host the event is La Rioja. The decision will be made in a few months. This National Gastronomy Competition is an annual event organised by the National Federation of Chefs and Pastry Chefs and brings together professionals across the gastronomic board and from all over the country, competing to take part in the Bocust d'Or, known as the World Gastronomy Olympic Games. It's Carnaval time in Santa Cruz, the first time it's returned to the streets in its proper date since the pandemic. The first to get event on stage is tonight with Phase 1 of the Children's Morgas competition. You'll have to wait until February the 15th for the election of the Carnival Queen and the first big public parade in the city is on February the 17th. Full programme details are on carnavaldetenerife.com. This evening, the first of two foreign language theatre productions will be on in the Adache School of Music, Der Sturm, with Theatre in Kempton. Adache's Council Department of Culture, under Councillor Maria Clavico Massa, in conjunction with MCB Gestión Cultural, has organised both events, and both shows will also have subtitles in Spanish during the productions. The councillor said, we think this is a good way of offering our foreign residents a cultural menu, as well as helping us all integrate a little bit more as a community. On Sunday, January the 29th, audiences can enjoy, can enjoy Sherlock Holmes and the Speckle Band in English, and there are only a few tickets left, tomaticket.es. The Department of Youth under Car Carmen Lucia Rodriguez del Toro is offering a course in Spanish Sign Language running from February the 6th to the 16th in the Youth Centre. The general aim of the course is to increase awareness and ca capability in Spanish Sign Language, which in turn allows better access and information exchange regarding free time pursuits and in general increased inclusivity, she said. The classes will be taking into consideration the level of knowledge of Spanish Sign Language of each of the students with a combination of virtual classes using the Moodle platform, video conferences and classes. And finally, Radio Suradeje 107.9 FM is celebrating 25 years on air and currently launching more new programmes. Tomorrow, Friday, January 27th, there's a special event to mark the years of public service broadcasting that is, it's, has been taking place. The Council for Sport, Tourism and Communication, Adolfo Alonso Ferreira, said that 25 years means a lot. Since it first launched on air in 1997, Radio Suradeje has played a very important role in connectivity with the community and has seen many young broadcasters take their first steps on air. We are also marking 10 years on air for this programme for English Time and I would like to thank all those who have worked with me over the years to bring the programme to air. You're listening to English Time Radio Sir Adeke with Cleo O'Flynn. She keeps Let's have a little bit of Queen as we line up the rest of the program. This is Killer Queen. Just like Marie Antoinette, building a remedy for Khrushchev and Kennedy. At a time of limitation, you can't decline. Caviar and cigarettes, well-versed in etiquette. 
She never kept the same address In conversation She spoke just like a baroness Middleman from China With litigation Might have been again incidentally She was in that way Perfume came naturally From Paris Naturally She couldn't care less Fastidious and precise She's a killer Queen Got body gelatine Dynamite with a laser beam Guaranteed to blow your mind You're listening to English Time, Radio Sir Adeki with Cleo O'Flynn. Now, I'm joined on the phone by Hans. Uh, I, I could auf Deutsch sagen, um, willkommen Hans. Welcome to English Time. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, I'm very happy to be here and I'll say hello. So, well, now, Hans is a member of the Kempton Theatre Group. Kempton, it might sound like an English town, but it's actually in Bavaria. Theatre in yeah, Kempton. True. I'm right, yes, and you're yes. here. You're a member of the of the cast and crew of Der Sturm. Um, so tell yes. tell us about theatre in Kempton, and you know how you have been coming to Tenerife for the, for over the years. Okay, they, so uh, Der Sturm is uh, actually uh, Shakespeare's um, Tempest, uh, La Tempestad in, in, in Spanish, and. Uh, well, we uh, the in the theatre of Kempton, which is um, not a too big town. It's a, it's a, the area is about uh, one hundred thirty thousand uh, people, and um, this is a, the, the theatre of the community. And the artistic director is a lady called Sylvia Armbruster, whom I have been working with for many many years. And um, so she asked me to to come and join the group there in a couple of years ago. And, um, yeah, and she directed, and she, she adapted the play and uh, for, for, uh, for the theater and uh, directed it. So, um, we are doing the, the Tempest in uh, our theater. We have been doing it for the last three, four, okay. four years already. Okay. And, uh, of course, in between there was the pandemia, so we had no performances, you, as, you, as everybody knows. I think the world is trying to forget that ever happened. <laughs> no, no, we should not forget about it. <laughs> no, I understand. Car- I, I am joking, yeah. Hans, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, um, and just uh, two weeks ago, we uh, we had a, um, a block of, of uh, seven performances in uh, at home and uh, doing the Tempest. And uh, now we we're very happy to be invited here to Tenerife to to perform in three different venues in Santa Cruz, in uh, Adeje, and in uh, El Sausal, which is really nice. And will this will this so be you your first time in Adeje? Uh, this will be the first time in Adeje. Well, I have been to Adeje in November to see the venue where okay. we are performing. But um, actually, when I am in Tenerife, uh, I'm quite frequently here. But I, I stay mainly in uh, in the northwest and northeast. Uh, okay. For I'm, I love to to walk in the woods, and, and uh, so this is my. The north is <laughs> probably is closer to you. This is a. 
yeah, and it's, for me, it's, uh, yeah, maybe. Okay, but I have to, been to the South as well. What we're going to do is yeah. listen to the ad in German. So if anybody German is listening, they'll get a flavour. So hang on one second, okay. Hans. Let's play the ad. Der Sturm von William Shakespeare. Prosperus magische Insel ist das Theater. Am 26. Januar in der Musikschule Adeche in deutscher Sprache mit spanischen Übertiteln. Beginn 20 Uhr. Tickets unter tomaticket.es So, there for the Germans who are listening to us. Hopefully right. there are some. I mean, this we have a large German community here in the South. Um, but for people who are listening who don't speak German, it's also going to be subtitled in Spanish. So it's a kind of, it's a, multi, right. it's a multicultural experience. It, it, it will be a multicultural experience. Uh, and uh, I hope we have an audience which is really mixed between people um, in understanding German and Spanish uh, or either or, because uh, I think this is uh, what Shakespeare is all about. And uh, I mean, we are doing a, a British play, which is not a German play. Of course, we do it <laughs> in German. A British play uh, in German in Spain. I love it. <laughs> and, and, and exactly. That's, uh, so it's, uh, this is a, a very European play. And, and it's... Uh, yeah, the tempest for us is, um, as, it, as we say it in the advert, um, the, 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 the Prospero's island, the, the island where the tempest is, is set, is the theater. So Prospero, as a magician in, in, in the original play, he's a kind of, um, writing, um, director, an author like Shakespeare was, and, uh, his magic is his in, his in inventive, um, writing. Which is so, so he's somehow writing, writing the entire play while, while or and, and while we're watching it. Make uh, people yes, while you're watching, he's writing the play and he's inventing it. And together with uh, um, we have we are three actors on stage, so Prosper and two others uh, doing Ariel and Caliban, and they are doing all the other parts. And then uh, there will be also a surprise. Uh, I mean, the audience will help the whole thing as well. Oh. So. Whatever we do in our theater, we always be aware that we are not alone on stage, but we are in a theater with the audience. So it's always together with the audience. You will always feel to be you're part of the show. You're not somewhere outside. And I think it's really important. I mean, I am a huge fan of theater hands. And it's so important that even with so many films we can watch on television or download um, or, or watch on our phones, to go to the theater is a completely different experience and it's different for you every night too i imagine yes for sure yes for sure i mean we are always live even if we use video and we use this and that technology uh, which is good i have to to use that all but we won't do that too much for that in tempest but in general i'm, I'm speaking but it the, in the end of the day the theater is a life experience for both the acting ones, the actresses and actors, but also the audience, the, the, the uh, ladies and gentlemen who can come to see the show. And, and that's Hans from Their Storm. And now I'm joined on the phone by, I think I have Sarah Camp and Tim Dalling, who are part of the Speckled Hen Sherlock Holmes gang. Hi. Hello. Speckled hen. What are we talking about? Speckled band. It's a completely different play. <laughs> Which came first, the speckled hen or the egg? <laughs> um, hi, both of you. Welcome to English Time. Now, you guys are going to be here. So Der Sturm is on tonight and you guys are coming here on Sunday. And your show is nearly sold out, by the way, I've got to tell you. Um, there's very few tickets left. Um 
having listened to Hans and him talking about the whole European theatre experience, he kind of is asking my questions for for me. Um, the whole notion of theatre abroad, I believe your company is Théâtre Sans Frontières, so Theatre Without Frontiers, yeah? That's right, yeah. We were a group of four people who met together when we were training in Paris just about 30-odd years ago. Just. And it was very international... <laughs> training with uh, Philippe Gaulier, uh, Monica Pagna, who were two teachers there. And then from that came the idea of creating a company that would particularly, not always, but particularly do plays that, uh, were, um, uh, that, that were in different languages and working with companies and artists coming from different countries. So we've worked with people from all over Europe, but also India, Australia, Tunisia, wow. Cameroon. So quite a lot. So... This play is slightly different, but there, we, there is a Polish, Polish-American woman in it, and the rest of the cast is from the northeast of England, which is where the company is based. Brilliant. And, and do you choose the plays then to, to meet what you think would be an international audience? Yeah, yeah. So we've worked with, we've collaborated with Hans, uh, who you were talking to before, mm-hmm. and with Carlos Belda from El Sausal. We, we created a, we, we, in fact, we did a play with Car, we did a play called Islands, which came here, went to Cyprus, went to Britain, uh, and was a play about living on an island in Europe, which we created a few years ago, and that was in, uh, Greek, English, uh, German, Spanish. Wow. With Carlos's company, we created a play called Canary Gold, which was looking at the history of the Malvasia wine, mm. which dates which back to the time of Shakespeare and the does. relationship between Britain and the Canary Islands, which is a very old relationship that probably a lot of people who come to Tenerife now don't don't actually know that it goes back to you know so far to to Shakespeare's time and is, appears in his plays. So we created that, which was a kind of historical but also modern story about wine and the wine trade and a little bit of fraud and shares and things that didn't exist, all that sort of thing. We were doing it at the time of the banking crisis, so so that was fun. So, yeah, we we like to have that kind of open open look to to the world around us. I I know from the kind of people who've been booking tickets, there's a lot of interest from younger um, Adeche people here because we've got quite a multicultural resident population and we have a couple of theatre schools um, as well, you know, producing budding young actors, dancers and singers. So a few of them are coming along on Sunday night. Um, and speaking of the Tim, you're you're the music man, I believe, behind this production. Yeah, it's my first show with uh, Theatre Sun Frontier, but it's been great fun. Um, I, I've toured around abroad a bit, but I've never been to Tenerife before. So welcome, welcome, welcome. It's great. Um, but yeah, no, I was uh, in a trio. We played around in sort of France and Denmark and Holland a lot. But uh, yeah, we never came here. But no, it's, it's been a fun show to do. I mean... The, the, there's a bit of international stuff in the music. The the, the speckled band, the story features. Not, not uh, hen. Not hen. No, that's a different one. Well, that might that. be more your kind of thing, would it? Do I detect a Scottish accent there? Yeah, that's right. Yes, I'm uh, uh, Scottish, but I've lived in Newcastle upon Tyne longer than anywhere else. Really, okay, so so you weren't celebrating Burns Night in El Sousa last night? Well, I was. Night. I was getting the bus back from Almasiga. I went. Uh, <laughs> I went.
went up and had a swim up at the flat in the and uh, and I was listening to burn songs on the on the windy. Oh well, that's proper <laughs> order. That's proper order. Listen, uh, if this is your first time performing in Adeche, um and yeah. we're really hoping. I mean, the reaction has been great because I've been on social media with this, and I'm hoping you enjoy it. I mean, have you checked out the venue? Are you looking forward to coming down? We went down yesterday to check it out. I went with the with John Cobb, who's the co who's the co director of Theatre Sans Frontier and directed this show, and with our technician. So we went to have a look and met uh, Santi, who's a fantastic technician working there, and mm-hmm. and uh, hung the backdrop, looked at the projections because uh, it's a slightly smaller venue than the other two were playing in. So yeah, so we we checked out. So for the actors, though, for Tim and the others going down at all on Sunday, that that'll be new for them but it's a play that we've adapted to playing in all sorts of places both big but also we've done a lot of community venues and village halls uh in rural parts of the northeast so it's very playful and i think tim was about to say that his music you know there's a gypsy feel to it great what what is it about sherlock holmes i mean he's one of those i think will always be popular yeah 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 it's well known, but you can also be playful and we can also explore some of the things, like particularly in Britain, uh, children there, young people there look at Victorian times, mm-hmm. quite often in history. So you're kind of looking at Victorian times, but, but in a less kind of dull, uh, book out, you know, history book, you know, so it's a way in for quite a, quite often in schools they'll read the Speckled Band because it's a fun story. Great. It's a locked room mystery, which is exciting Always for fun. people, uh, well, for people of all ages. Uh, but also you can begin to explore. So Tim can tell you a little bit about the, the person he plays, the, the bad guy. Okay. You, who, you have one minute. You have one minute to tell me, Tim. Okay. Well, well, tell you, oh, well, I play, I go, uh, play a character called Dr. Grimsby Roylet. Great kind of, name. Uh, Sort of vaguely Dickensian as well as kind of Sherlock Holmes <laughs> baddie, but he's uh, it's great being great fun being the baddie. But he has a menagerie of animals, and <gasps> he so befriends gypsies or that just to annoy his neighbours really more than anything else. But do, uh, do you have a twirly moustache? Uh, sadly, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm sort of twirling an imaginary moustache. Oh, okay, well, I mean, it's I'm ramping, this I'm is acting. The baddie, the baddie vibe to a living certainly. And, uh, <laughs> but, um, well, look, I look forward to seeing you both on Sunday. Um, I'll be there, as will 200 other people who've bought their tickets. Right. And if anybody is listening, there is still a couple of tickets left. Tomaticket.es. And we're going to we're gonna have a listen to the ad and say goodbye to you today. But I will see you here in Adeche, 8 o'clock, Adeche School of Music, uh, Sherlock Holmes and the Speckle Band. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Sherlock Holmes comes to Adeche. The Speckled Band is a classic Sherlock Holmes tale, probably one of the first locked-roomed mysteries with a determined young woman as its heroine. Delve into the highly deductive mind of the super sleuth in this English-language production with everything we have come to expect from a 19th-century murder mystery. For ten years and above, this will be a night to remember. Sunday, January 29th in the Aleje School of Music. Tickets on sale now at tomaticket.es. The game's afoot. I am so looking forward to the, to that production on Sunday. And I just love going to the theatre. Like I was saying to Hans earlier, there's something so, I don't know, so much fun, so magical about walking into a theatre and walking into a different world. Uh, well, it's a different world with Janet Anscombe. It always is. Janet, welcome <laughs> to English Time. Having, this is our first monthly review of the year. Absolutely. So it is. And I couldn't agree with you more about magic. It, it is wonderful to go to the theatre and, yeah, to see plays performed 
alive, transporting you out of your everyday Completely. life it is a mad, it's magic yeah yeah well it is as you know it's a, well it's something we both love we both love uh, there's exactly. nothing like a bit of theater and i'll be at their storm tonight as well right quick we're going to talk about a few things now i was confused today the diario de avisos headline led me to believe that there was an immediate lifting of the use of masks on public transport you're saying that's not exactly quite right not only not exactly right it isn't right at all um, they, they have misinterpreted something. They've given a misleading headline to something that the story itself doesn't even back up. Within the last hour, Carolina Darias, who is the National Health Minister, mm-hmm. has announced that the Cabinet meeting on the 7th of February, that's a week next Tuesday, is going to discuss the lifting of face masks obligatory face masks on public transport. They would in any case still be needed in health centres and uh, medical facilities. But until the 7th of February, we're not even going to have an answer as to whether they are to be lifted or not. There is dispute over this because some want them lifted immediately. Others say that there should be a period going on until sometime in March, which is when the main sort of flu season is, is the main sort of winter illness season is over. So it's anything between a week on Tuesday and the end of March at the moment. What is looking like, and this was announced by Fernando Simon, who is, is um, he was a major name in the early days of COVID. He, he's a very um, senior medic in, in, interna- in Spanish national health service and he was saying that he thinks we could be looking at an almost imminent lifting of the mask now that means that on the 7th a week on tuesday cabinet will discuss it if they agree it's immediate then it will still need to go before parliament because at the moment the requirement of a face mask on public transport is actually a law it's legislation. So new legislation has to be approved before it can be lifted. It's not just a a bylaw. Not just a bylaw. This is national rail decree. And so procedure will be 7th of February, a week on Tuesday, cabinet meeting. Depending on what they decide, there will be legislation before Parliament. And whatever date is named in the legislation, that will be um, the date when people can stop wearing masks on public transport. But people are advised still to wear them if they feel unwell mm-hmm. or if they have, you know, behave responsibly and sensibly is the... It's the hope. It's the hope, <laughs> All right. yes. <laughs> All right. Well, no doubt we'll come back to that one, Janet. Um, yep. The other, I suppose, interesting and slightly more joyful news is that Carnival is back on the streets of, of Tenerife this year. I mean, we had summer Carnival last year because an Omicron wave stymied the idea of bringing back Carnival to, to Santa Cruz last year in 2022, exactly. but it's already kicked off. I mean, if anyone, if this is their first year living here, watch out because this is the biggest event that happens every year. Absolutely, and it takes basically two sort of parts. There's the indoor part, which has already started. Tickets sold out in half an hour the other That's day. Right. It takes place in the Recinto Verial, which is um, 
in Santa Cruz as you're heading towards the auditorium. It's the big building on the left. Mm-hmm. And that's where all the groups and the dance competitions are held and where the Carnival Queen is chosen. And then it goes out onto the streets. And that's where nobody will sleep. No. None shall sleep, as Pavarotti might have sung. And um, I've, always, dorma. <laughs> I've always said as well, if you're going, if it's your first carnival and you think, oh, I look like an Egypt if I put on a costume, you will look like an Egypt if you don't put on a costume. <laughs> That is very true. <laughs> I mean, if yes. you go to carnival in your ordinary clothes, people stare at you. So that's just... Yeah. <laughs> if you're or masks. Um, not face masks as we know them from COVID, but fancy masks and yeah. costumes are essential gear, I would have thought. Okay. Listen, we have a few minutes left and I did want to celebrate English time. Well, absolutely. First of all, let me turn the tables on you and oh. say um, congratulations, Cleo, and... Radio Sora Dehi, because it's 25 years since the radio station has been um, around, and it is 10 years since you have been doing English time. So I'd like to congratulate you. Thank you. Um, and, and ask you, what are you, you know, do you have any standout moments? Have you interviewed any stars? Have you had any real sort of heart-wrenching charity interviews? What, what sticks in your mind? Do you know, I was, there's nothing major, Janet. I mean, I, there have been stuff, because it's more of a news program than um, a, a, a celebrity chat program. Do you know what has always amazed me is that I think we're a small station. I think we're quite important, but we're in Adeche on a small island in the middle of the Atlantic, away from from London, from Dublin, from Paris. But every time I've looked for an interview with an ambassador or with a consul or even with politicians in, say, the European Parliament, nine times out of ten, they say yes. Um, yes. And that's always been, it's given me a real sense of, of, uh, of achievement that they understand that p- even if there's only 400 people listening in Adeche, those 400 people matter. So that's always been important to me. I mean... There have been local stars, Brooke Scullion, uh, who sang for Ireland in the Eurovision last year. You and I have gone through our Eurovision journey with David Urbano as well on this programme over the years. (laughs) Um, And, you know, we're getting ready for the next one. Oh, yes. Um, the Jackson brothers did an interview with, with Yolanda, who's my colleague, and that was, was broadcast as well. Um, but you know, what really matters is being able to use the program for things like Bridget Jippin from the Walk Absolutely. for Life, or yes. the, the fact yes. cancer people who've come on as well. Ken and Caroline, who set up Noah's Ark, Beverly Corbett, those kind of people who can use programs like English Time as a platform for the information that they need to get out there. And I think that's what makes this program so important. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think Beverly Corbett is a particularly resonant name at the moment because, you know, people hear people like that. They trust them. They know them. And, of course, there might only be perhaps several hundred listening to the actual radio, but they're all going to go on social media and spread the word that they hear on the radio. And Beverly herself has deservedly been awarded an MBE this year. And I'm trying to persuade her to come on, and she's very shy about coming on. And I've said, Beverly, come on the (laughs) programme. I said, we don't have to talk about you. You know, if you want to talk about the work you're doing, that's fine. But I want, you know, I think people would like to hear from her. So, Beverly, if you're listening, please, there's an open invitation. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, Beverly. (laughs) <laughs> come on, but, but I mean, from Dame Janet to Dame Beverly, please do come on. And, and Janet, having you on the programme every month 
um, and throughout the years has also you and I met because of English Time we, and, we did and we you're did. now one of my best friends if I'm allowed to say that on air oh, so. well I feel the same and I've enjoyed every minute of taking part in it and I think we've had some fun I mean there have been some sobering stories there have been yeah. some stories that bring tears to your eyes because they involve sometimes disabled children or sure. deaf children um, and of course there have been heartwarming stories of people who've done amazing things and, and we and will th- have 10 more years of those stories and, I, oh, hope I hope together 10 more years down and 10, more, 10 years down okay. and 10 more to go why not thanks Janet I will talk to you soon Gonzalo Lopez in the control room everybody in Radio Store my name is Cleo Flynn for the next 10 years Oh, <laughs>